0: On this episode of the Iowa Hutt Podcast,
1: we interview Tyler Kluver, um, now is one of the members of the Washed Up Walk po- Ons Podcast, and he used to be a long snacker for Iowa.
0: A long snacker, yep. Uh, he has a lot of great answers. Matthew gets him uh some great questions on the hot seat and they discuss Pokemon a little bit and we just talk a lot of podcast stuff not a lot of uh former Hawkeye football playing days so I think you guys are going to enjoy this one tune in and uh a
1: lot more than football.
0: that's right We've and a
1: lot of like old
0: school football players like on the
1: podcast like sure and let's get let's get hype maybe
0: <laughs> all right cool we'll talk to him a little bit about his podcast oh, there's your i questions. feel
1: like this kind of looks weird in the black chair i feel like i can't
0: it's just my head well it's all black background See,
1: my shirt's black so it yeah it's like My Uh, head's just floating. I have a floating head.
0: I think he'll understand that you don't just have a floating head. And
1: especially if we have the light over there, you can kind of see. Yeah,
0: well, I think he'll know. Uh, He's a pretty bright guy, so we'll see. Maybe he won't. Maybe he'll be like, what the heck? Your head is floating. So
1: I don't think
0: that's necessary. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, cool. This will be fun, bud. I'm glad that we're doing this together. It's a fun time. Hello. What's up, guys? How you doing? I can't hear you. Is that my computer? Hold on a second. Oh, I just figured I'm an idiot.
2: All right. This happens. Oh my gosh. All right. This is the first time we've had this issue. So Oh, no, you're good. I'd like to uh, say that this I've ran into every issue there is after 341 episodes. So oh my gosh, I can
0: only imagine. Yeah, we're we're pretty amateur at this over here. So it's just uh, us oh, in our basement with the laptop. So
2: it's all good. That's basically what I what it what it is over here, too. So yeah,
0: that's all right. You guys have a good thing going. So well, cool. Well, thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate it and chatting a little bit this morning, making some time out of your busy
2: schedule. So. Oh, uh, well, I don't people, I love when people say that they're like, ah, I know you're busy and I'm like, I'm really not like I, I, I plan my days to not be busy if I, if I can be. So it's, it's yeah, I'm pretty flexible. This is, and I, it's like when we, when I played, um, you know, you get used to people coming up for autographs or like, you know, you're, they don't even know my name. Cause that wasn't important, but you know, you're with Josie up for dinner and they're like, Hey, we want to get Josie's picture. And like, you can get in the picture too. And I'm like, yeah, I'll join the picture. Cause I don't know how long in my life people are going to ask for a picture or ask for my autograph. So I'll, I'll, I'll take it until it stops coming. So I, I'm never going to turn down an opportunity to come on a, on the podcast or talk sure. to people.
0: Well, I mean, just going back to the time thing, like everyone's time is important, no matter what it is, you know, if you're the busiest person in the world, or even if you don't have a lot going on, it's what you make sure priorities for so So yeah. uh, I understand your time is precious, but no, this is cool. We appreciate it. And, uh, we just have a few questions for you today. So we kind of went back and forth on sure. what to ask and we kind of are leaning towards more of the, uh, the podcast questions. So, okay. um, just to introduce ourselves real quick, like my name's Jason, this is Matthew. And, uh, we are kind of riding on the coattails of Iowa football in general. Much to your same answer, uh, we created a stupid little video a few years ago, and it went viral with probably like four hundred thousand views, I think, in total- I, know,
2: I know, I know, I know all about you guys. I know all about you guys.
0: Oh my gosh. It was uh it was a fun silly thing that we had no idea the doors it would open but it's been pretty enjoyable and it's fun. It's something fun we can do as a father and son together to bond and he loves For this sure. stuff. So,
2: yeah, did you uh did you wake up on time today or did dad have to get you up?
1: Well, I actually slept at my grandma's house yesterday. So.
2: Oh, we had a sleepover. Oh man.
0: Yeah, they did. So, we had a little kink since the last time I talked to you. We, so I worked at the fire station yesterday. So I'm there for 24 hours. And mm-hmm. uh, my wife had a funeral out of town. Mm-hmm. So grandma had to watch him for a couple days. So yeah. So there, yeah. So we're trying to get back on regular schedule now, but
2: sure. Sure.
0: Um, so when, when did you first start your podcast and what were your initial expectations for it? <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, so I graduated 2017, pinstripe game, uh, you know, Yankee Stadium, freezing cold weather. That was my last game, right? Um, And it it was the following season, right? We're hanging out. We're three games into the year. And me and the guys that I played with, guys that I lived with, were like talking about some kind of memory or some kind of uh story that had gone on. Like when we were in Iowa city, we had all moved on at that point. Josie's in Denver, Ike Butker is in Buffalo. Bo Bauer, who we lived with was bouncing around a couple free agent spots. Um, uh, our buddy, Drake Kulik, who is a psycho had moved out to Arizona. Kevin was, uh, still in Iowa city. And then I had moved back to Des Moines. So we had basically like all split up after being together for five years. Um, and we we're just telling stories and we're like, dang, we need to start a, we need, we need to do something. I don't know if this is a podcast or we write a book or something, but there's like some stories and some background information here that, um that I think the fans would like to know about at that point, like we had also gained a bigger than average following just because of who we were, um, on Twitter and so we we put it out to like the Twitter fans like hey what what would you guys think if we started a podcast I'd love to go find those tweets actually okay. um, third or fourth game of the 2018 season we came out with our first episode um, so we are nearing in on four years ago almost yeah
0: okay so the expectations were oh
2: and yeah the yeah I mean um, I had no idea you know like I, I didn't know anything about what a good amount of listeners would be how many people would listen how many you know I didn't know anything about that like I do now um you know I thought that I had like 3,500 or 4,000 followers on Twitter at the time I thought hey if we could get like you know over a thousand people to listen to us talk about Iowa football on a weekly basis that'd be cool right like that would be great zero financial incentive in, in in the beginning like Didn't even really understand how a podcast or a brand—it wasn't even a brand at the point. It was—it was just a podcast. It was just a show. Um, How that would make money, I don't know. Wasn't planning on it making money. Didn't need it to make money Um, or be my thing that I do. And first week we put out our first episode. Twelve hundred people listened. I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, all right, well, people liked it. We got good feedback. We'll do it again. Week two like 3,500 people tuned in week <laughs> three. It was like, and I'm going by like the first seven days that it's out. Right. Sure. Until the next one comes out. Yeah. And so by week three, there was over 5,000 people listening to the show. Um, which I mean, we were like, Oh my God. Like, what, <laughs> this is crazy. Like the, w- similar to probably how you guys felt when you made that video and things started blowing up. And it was like, Oh my, like this was, there's a virality um, to it that, uh, or that's probably not the right way to say that word virality. Yeah. There's probably a virality, um, aspect to it that was like, oh, okay, well, this is something. And we were in so deep and Iowa fans are so crazy that it was like, well, we can't stop now. Yeah. Right. So at this point it's like, all right, well, we're doing a podcast this season, I I guess. Um, and the expectation was just to have fun, like use it as a way to, kind of catch up with my two best friends from college, um, and, and stay up to date with each other and, and in touch on a weekly basis. And then also a way for us to sort of stay connected to the program where we could talk about at the time, a bunch of our still friends and former teammates who we had just played with. Cause everybody almost, you know, 80% of the team was still guys who were on the team the year before with us. So, um, that was that was the expectation. There was, you know, everything that you see today, where we're having these huge guests come on, and it's turned into like side gigs for me with radio, and we've got a, a massive title sponsorship, and we're with iHeart, and and all this stuff. Like none of that, zero of that, was the expectation. And so, um, yeah, it was. It's it's been kind of crazy. Yeah,
0: that's so cool. I think what I love about podcasts is, like, I despise social media. I just I think it's such a terrible thing, but it, it's incredibly awesome and useful and I use it all the time. So as much as I hate it, I do use it quite a bit. Right but right. I think what's so cool about podcasts is we're going back to that old school, like just having a conversation and it's like that old school, long form conversation you're having with your buddies or like we're having with you that we normally wouldn't have. And now we're getting to have that and you're having it with your buddies, but you're also letting you know, 10,000 people have a sneak peek eavesdrop from the table next door at the restaurant. So like, I think that's what's cool about it. And you're getting that information out to people that would normally never have it. You know, back in the eighties, my dad would tell stories about the Hawkeyes. That's like these legends of like, you know, Oh, I heard this about this from this, from this guy. But now you're like, Oh no, I heard it firsthand from Tyler Kluver on the washed up walk-ons that this was a story, you know?
2: Yeah. It's, it's, you know, a product of, technology and it's, it's, it's awesome, right? Like, uh, yeah, it is essentially like podcast podcasts are just like new school radio. That's all it is. Um, and the ability to produce at scale, um, you know, it seems like, you know, like you guys have a podcast. I have a podcast. I have multiple friends who have started podcasts. It's not hard to do. Um, it's not, there's a very low barrier to entry, right? You get a microphone and a laptop, which a, a lot of people already have, and it's like, all right, well, you figure out a couple more steps and you're basically all the way there to producing a show. Um, and it 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 allows for anybody who is creative or has something of value to shine. Right. Like the market can decide. The 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 barrier to entry is so low and it's, it's great. And um, obviously we've benefited from that. Social media definitely is uh, an interesting <laughs> double-edged place. sword. It's, it's a double edged inter- sword. Yeah, it's an interesting place. And um, I spend way too much time on it. Mostly a lot of a lot of the reason of that is because when you own a sports media brand like I do, sure. Uh, yeah, you kind of have to. And, and so I get to see all sides of it, but it's, uh, it's cool. It's definitely cool. Yeah. Did you do any,
1: did you any do, did you do anything in radio or journalism in high school?
2: I didn't do anything, man. I, this is one of the coolest things about my life is I in high school had no idea what I wanted to do. Right. Right. Like how how old are you? Eight. Eight. Man, what a great age. Second grade.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Good year. Um. And when you're a kid like that, you just like, man, you did. You're just worried about the day in front of you, right? There's no like big picture. You don't have to worry about what you're gonna do in ten years, if you're gonna go to college or not, if you're gonna go get a job or not, join the fire department like your dad. Like it doesn't it. It doesn't matter to you, right? And. Even all the way up through when I was 16, 17 years old in high school um, in Marshalltown, I had no idea. Like, And the my senior year, I found uh, CrossFit, which is just fitness and, and what I'm into now. And I saw it as an opportunity of like, oh, I like lifting weights, right? I was in sports. I liked working out. And then I realized like, oh, you could eventually, if you want, you could own your own gym and then you could coach people to work out. So I realized that that was something you could do with your life. That was something that at the time and when, um, when I basically committed to Iowa, I was like, cool. like I'll go to Iowa. I'll find a degree that has something to do with like exercise. It, it happened to be called exercise science, um, health, the body. Um, human performance, stuff like that, stuff that we were really into as well in the football side of things with uh with the strength staff and lifting weights and making sure that you know, we were getting stronger, getting faster, and you know, even through college, I had um i I really was only focused on like okay, I'm gonna own a gym, I'm gonna coach people, right? um, I had zero broadcast experience zero experience on a microphone zero journalism um you know when you get into high school who knows but a lot of high schools have like this little like they'll have their own newspaper or they'll have their own little tv show that you know a group of students will produce each week for the rest of the school i wish i would have done some of that like i love to create and make you know the the biggest thing that probably prepared me for this is one of my best friends from back when i was your age all the way th- until now he was in my wedding is when youtube came out right like when i was your age youtube wasn't actually a thing right you probably watch youtube videos all the time now it wasn't even a thing when i was in second grade it came out when i was in fifth or sixth grade and immediately when it came out me and my friend would would just take like an old video camera and we'd make videos, right? We would just create, um, we, we videotape us playing a game of basketball against each other. We'd create little skits, little whatever. And that was our form of like, yeah, we have a YouTube channel and we upload these clips and they get like six views. Right. Um, that's probably the most creative outlet I had. Um, once we, you know, if you go back and listen to our first episodes of like us on the microphone and us doing a podcast, man they are bad like the biggest thing that's allowed me to get better at doing the podcast thing without having the experience beforehand was you know we're 340 episodes into it now and when you do it enough you start to figure out how to get a little bit better how to talk more i still say um and uh a lot as a filler word but way less than i used to so you know just doing it and getting experience is is how i've kind of made my way yeah
0: I think that's cool, too, because we've noticed from episode one to episode 15, the vast improvement we've made in just that short time. So I can only imagine, you know, if this lasts longer than 20 episodes for us. Sure. That, you know, um, and I think that is cool, too. Like I growing up, same thing, didn't have any of that access to. I love doing the creative stuff, but as a football player and a wrestler, you're worried about that stuff and you're right. not super cool if you're doing the creative artsy stuff. It's but true. Now you see guys, you know, doing cool stuff. Uh, you know, you see Kayvon on, the Iowa social media with the camera and interviewing people. And yeah. I mean, there's just a lot more outlets you can do. And it's so cool. And we've tried to tell our kids, like there is no, you know, there's, there's athletes that sing opera and they play football. There's yeah. no like ceiling to what you can do, do everything well or whatever you do, just do it the best you can. So I think that's cool. I think that's absolutely good good advice. It kind of answers one of your other questions in there. Um, If you could pick one or two podcasts that are your personal inspiration for the washed up walk-ons, what, uh, what would you be picking?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. I, people ask me this all the time. Like what podcast do you listen to? Or did you get the idea of a podcast from somebody else? Um, I think I'd be, I think it would be um, misleading if I didn't say that uh, what Pat McAfee has done Mm -hmm. doesn't inform and sort of inspire our show a little bit. Not so like we definitely have a different feel um, than his show and they have a different setup and they do like a live show and it's very all sports focused, but just the avenue that he took from I'm a former player who's entertaining and now I'm gonna go and and make a show out of it. I think that subconsciously, like kind of behind the scenes without us thinking about it, that that's an inspiration to us or anybody that does something like that. There's there's you know a a fair amount of professional athletes who have gotten into, you know, it, it used to be like a Charles Barkley, right? You play and then eventually you get into broadcasting. You just and that's your form of going from The playing side to the media side
0: yeah
2: um now again with the ability to just create and and what the internet allows people to do and um the advancements of technology it's just like if you want to have your own brand like the market will decide if you're successful and they want to come and and see you so I, i would say pat um man i this is this is actually there's a guy who does a CrossFit podcast. So in the world of CrossFit, you basically have like a very, very small section of elite players mm-hmm. um, or, 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 athletes. Um, you know, there's, there's 50 professionals, maybe even less, maybe 30 or 40 professional CrossFit athletes between male and female. And the um, there's a guy who got fired by CrossFit Inc., who went on, he was the media director. They cut a bunch of people. Um, and now this, this guy, he's an older guy. He has the ability to just like kind of live his life out in California, do a podcast. And he started a podcast where it's very like open forum, very much like us kind of unfiltered. Um, he asks like really good questions. He's a great interviewer, the way he dives into people's stories and, where his mind goes as far as how he goes about interacting with guests. I very much so personally, Kevin and Drake would, don't even know who this guy is, but I personally take a ton of inspiration um, from him um, in the way that he not only has created his own brand um, since being sort of let go and having to start his own thing, but the way that he interviews people, it's a true skill. Um, And and he's very natural at it to the point where I will listen to his podcast, not only for entertainment, but I'll listen back to things almost like I'm watching film on him. Right. I don't even care about who, who, what the guest he has on. And he's not the only only one I'll do that with. There's several people. Rogan's very good at having just flowing conversations with people as well. I will literally watch and listen and consume their content as a, educational piece for me to see how I can potentially be better at making our show sound so smooth and make it flow and all that kind of stuff. So that probably McAfee and then this, this other random guy that I listen to.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Uh, if I could have a dream set up one day, it wouldn't be Hawkeye football. I would just have like an office with two guest chairs where people could come in, not zoom, but personally and just have a conversation for two hours and nobody would listen to it but we just talk about life and yeah that kind of stuff and i found the same thing like i've done a handful of uh like commercials for people Mm -hmm. and you just find yourself watching movies and shows differently like how they do it and anyway
1: when you play for iowa what was your favorite part of game day was it walking into the stadium, the tunnel, the wave, playing, or after the
0: game?
2: Ooh, favorite part of game day. Even just thinking about that question, I legit get goosebumps. Um, Favorite part of game day. I think the, you know, you could choose a very specific part, sort of the things that you mentioned, right? Like a moment. Um the the 3 minutes that the wave happens right everybody turns waves unbelievable moment the swarm is something that is hard to describe emotionally and just man if if you ever get to experience that actually there's a great there's a great little story um my freshman year just this is to illustrate how how special the swarm is my freshman year Uh, The swarm is actually something that we practice. And I don't know if you've ever heard that. I know several people have have said that um, in interviews before, but during fall camp, it's actually probably about this time. uh, Who knows? It might even be today. Um, The guys will, after a practice or before a practice, all walk into the tunnel, right? There will be a day where they practice in Kinnick and then they walk back into the tunnel and they practice coming down all in a line, all uniform, tight together, holding hands, and then running out onto the field in a very, very tight formation, right? You see other teams sort of run out of the tunnel. Even if they they do lock arms or something, they get a little bit loose and everybody kind of goes off and does their own thing. But the swarm is very – it's sort of an organized thing. The first year I was there, Brian Ferentz sort of led us through that practice, right? And, and obviously he played back in like 2004, 2005 – Um, so he had been a part of that. And when he sort of described why we were practicing the swarm and this is in front of the entire team, you know, 120 guys plus another 25 or 30 staff, all dudes, right? Like Mm -hmm. pretty tough, like manly environment. And he was crying, explaining, you know, tearing up, choked up, explaining the swarm and how special it is and why it's special. And I get the same thing. Um, if I thought about it too much right now, I could definitely cry. It's that emotional of an experience. So if there was a moment of game day that is like the favorite part, it is the swarm. I think my, my bigger answer, which is a little less exciting, is 365 days in a year. You get, and, and the away games, which are cool, um, it's not walking out in front of your own crowd. So really you get seven days in a year four, maybe five years if you're lucky, right? So that's a total seven times four, 28, seven times five, 35, somewhere between 25 and 35 days in your life. If you get to be a Hawkeye football player where you get to have a day front to back where you wake up and every second of that day until the game is over. And even, to, even, you know, the the come down after the game is still very adrenaline filled where every second you feel butterflies, like you're on a roller coaster. It's, it's everything you do that day, how you, how you put your clothes on, how you tie your shoes, the way you get off the bus and walk, touch the Kinnick statue, go down, just every single thing that you do that day matters. It's ultimately important. Um, And you feel like it's important. You want to do, you know, every breath you take, you want it to be like, I'm taking a good breath. Like I'm doing everything to my max ability today to, to try and win this football game. Everything is so important and it matters. And and you're under the watchful eye of your coaches and 70,000 people in Kinnick stadium. So just the fact that from the time you wake up to basically the time you get back to your house that day, everything is just so it's hard to describe, especially for an eight-year-old, But the, the, the senses and how aware you are of just how cool your life is for the entire day is, is really what I enjoyed. Just the fact that that day was so important and you got that day every one or two weeks for, you know, 12 weeks of the year. It was, um, it was very, very special and they were exhausting days. You get home and you're just so tired because, you're using so much energy and mental focus on all of that stuff. Um, It's a, it's a very, very unique experience.
0: Sure. And I'm sure, you know, now in the adult world, you, I don't know if you've experienced this, but you kind of move on past those college years and you don't have as many of those experiences, but there are different experiences for some people that want to do other things. And when you get to that day, it's almost a culmination of every minute of hard work, every life decision you've made that kind of flashes before you. And it's like that much more gratifying and satisfying, you know, when Mm -hmm. you finish, you know, running a big race or a CrossFit competition or whatever, like those are the little things you get, you know, unless you just choose to be somebody that goes to work and then comes home and watches TV all night. Um, which, you know, people do, and that's okay if they want to do that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. To me, I've run a few hundred mile races, and at the end of those, that that is when you just feel that like ultimate culmination of, gosh dang, like everything is. You're just like having an out of body experience.
2: Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. It's that it's you know it's it's best described as like, you know, uh, even even for a high school athlete who doesn't go and play collegiately they had those moments in high school where you get to run out onto the high school basketball court in front of your hometown fans, or you get to run out onto your high school football field or whatever it is, you stop competing and you lose that sort of sense of, um, I don't even know how to best describe it. It's a feeling of pressure and competitiveness mm-hmm. that, that you don't get a lot. Right. And so that's why a lot of athletes have a hard time after sports after their career is over is because they because that is such a addicting feeling it's such a fun feeling it makes you feel alive um yeah yeah it's probably like running into a fire honestly Mm -hmm. uh it it is it is something that makes you very aware of your sense again that sort of game day feel so you know, for me, you nailed it on the head with the CrossFit thing. It's like a, a huge reason why I'm so into CrossFit right now, at least in the, in the way that I am, is because I can compete. I can train really hard three plus hours a day in my garage gym. Um, heavy breathing, lungs hurt, muscles burn, lifting heavy weights. And then every so often I can go out and test myself against other people where I want to win. I want to beat them. Um, I want my daily hard work to show off and be the best, right? I want to know that I gave it more than other people did. And when that matters to you, those butterflies come back for a little bit, right before I go, you know, right before a a CrossFit workout goes, and it's going to be like a 20 minute CrossFit workout, those two to three minutes before the the timer goes off and you start moving, doing your squats or whatever you got to do. Um, those butterflies come back just like when I was in Kinnick stadium and, and, and you chase that. Um, Yeah. You know, that's like, it's chasing a high, which, which isn't really, you know,
0: but But I think you're always chasing some form of that. Like if you're a person that has a little bit of fire in you, you're always chasing that. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. I
2: I think so. I don't know. I'm not, I I am that person who will forever do that. Um, And for me, that's going to be, through physical exertion and exercise and probably fitness. Um, That's, and, 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 you know, I can, my, my wife and I, we played uh, the last four years in a sand volleyball league. Right. And I'm the guy who gets just ultra competitive and other people are there drinking beer and yeah. um, and, And like, I'm, I'm the guy who looks like a, you know, who's taking it way too serious and I'm getting mad and like, you know, cussing. And everyone else is like dude this is Tuesday night volleyball like why are you I know so, and, and I'm like I can't, I'm like I can't do it man like I, if I'm gonna compete and we're trying to win this is how I this is how I work and um forever that will be how I am um other people it might be business they get into huge business deals and they're dealing with a ton sure. of money or they're trading on the stock market and they're They've got, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars that they're moving back and forth or they're cutting huge business deals or whatever it may be that kind of gives people that feeling. Um, if if I don't know, I don't know what it would like to, to be a person who doesn't feel that or chase some sort of like, you know, importance and and butterfly feeling like that. But yeah, I don't have to worry about it because I'm not like, yeah. <laughs> Exactly, uh, same
0: here. Uh, so you kind of touched on it briefly, but what other doors has your podcast opened
2: that you didn't expect? I mean, living uh, mostly living a life that I could have like never imagined, right? Um, you come out of college, and it's getting more and more, like, for you as an eight-year-old being a YouTuber, like that's a job, right? Like there's (laughs) people who are YouTubers yeah, and that's not a weird thing. Like there's even there's kid YouTubers out there who have like popular YouTube channels, but like somebody who's a YouTuber or a podcaster, that's not weird to you. But to me and your dad, that went from not being a thing to being a thing. Um, especially for your dad and, and, not to say your dad's old by any means, because he's not, but But for, you know, for your generation, especially when there wasn't even internet, it's like the way that you live your life is, you know, you either go to college or even back then, a lot of people didn't go to college. You find a trade or some sort of job that you can work and you work that one job very specifically. Maybe you move up a couple spots on the, on the ladder over the course of 30, 40, 50 years career, you retire at, 65, 70 years old and hope that you got enough money to live another 10 or 15, like that was what life was. And, and you had to go and you had to work for the man, right? Like most people weren't the boss. Most people didn't own their own company. You couldn't really work from home, right? There was no jobs that you did from home. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, and that's the, I think there's a fear of that right? Especially for kids and and sort of Gen Z and people who are coming up through high school, college nowadays, it's like, man, I don't want to sit in a cubicle. I don't want to have to clock in for somebody else making, you know, minimum wage doing this. Like you want to have autonomy over your life. Autonomy, um, for you, the eight-year-old who wouldn't know that word is the ability to, um, make your own decisions and sort of create your own schedule, be able to have freedom. You know, right now, if you didn't know better, you'd be like, why aren't, why isn't Tyler at his job? Like, shouldn't he be working Monday through Friday at nine 35 on a, on a Thursday. And what's really, really cool is I am working right now. Like this is part of my job getting on podcasts, talking to people. So the podcast has afforded me the ability to, and I, you know, I, I do fitness and nutrition coaching as well from home. So I do both, but you know, I make enough money off of the podcast now and the merchandise that we sell and the Patreon that we run um, that I have the ability to just wake up and work on the podcast and 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 work on my own fitness business. And I'm, I'm in my basement right now. I was moved from the basement because I'm having one of you. I'm, I'm due with a child in December. Uh, I got kicked out of my office because evidently a baby needs a place to sleep. So the nursery had to, had to start being put into effect. But, um, you know, the biggest thing is the podcast has allowed me to own my own business, work for myself. And every day I wake up and I don't have to drive into work. I don't have to. And, it, and that's a really, really, really cool thing. Um, it's a dangerous thing as well. Cause if you're not a motivated, dedicated person, you very quickly will fall out of that. Um, and you won't be able to work for yourself and you just will wake up and play Fortnite every day, which I would love to do, but that doesn't make you money. So that's the number one thing. Other really cool things is like, I've met people who, and it's it, very similar to you guys. Like, I know you guys have had cave on, on the podcast. Uh, You had a couple other people on the podcast that are from the team right now. Arland, I think was on the podcast. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys, the podcast for you guys has allowed you to meet those people, sit down for a half hour, hour and talk to them in a way that you probably wouldn't have been able to before. For me, same thing. I've gotten to sit down with Chad Greenway and uh, Drew Tate and Ricky Stanzi. Drake and I, the podcast that just came out this morning, we just sat down with a guy who literally makes like more money than you can even count. Like, uh, and his name's Bill Perkins. Zach Johnson, the golfer, Big E from WWE. We've sat down with all these really, really cool people. And I've got to have conversations with them. And I would have never probably gotten to do that before. And then there's some other cool things like, yeah, now I'm, I'm asked to come on. um, In fact, I think today, maybe I still haven't heard back from him, but I might be co-hosting Sports Fanatics with um, Ross Peterson, with Ross Peterson, three to five this afternoon from the state fair, I think. Uh, maybe, um, this last season and this upcoming season again, for at least this season, I will be doing like a post-game show. Dolph talks post-game for an hour with, um, you know, Podolak and then they go to the local stations. I was asked to co-host the Cedar Rapids local area station. Um, and we would do, you know, 90 minutes to two hours of post-game talk about the, about the games. And, um, it's allowed me to be a whole lot more or at least be perceived as a whole lot more important than I would have been. Right. I could have just been a guy who long snapped for four years, played, left the program, went on and got a job and disconnected from Iowa and the fan base and the sport. Like a lot of guys do, and that's fine, but it's allowed me to stay connected. I still get to go back and talk to the coaches every once in a while. I still get to go back and watch a camp practice or go in and watch a, Spring practice, and it's like it's just a lot of cool things, a lot yeah. of really cool things. And it's evolved you too. You're not that guy
0: that sits at a cubicle at Wells Fargo for the next 30 years and talks about, Oh, I used to be a long snapper for Iowa. And now I'm yeah. the guy that eats donuts and works at Wells Fargo. Like, yeah, evolved. you can still talk about that. That's your right, but you are not the same
2: person forever that you were at 20.
0: And that's what's cool, I think.
2: Yeah, it's. It is weird. Um, for four or five years, I was, you know, part of my identity was not part of my identity. My identity was I yeah. am the Iowa Hawkeye long snapper, right? My friends were Drake, the Iowa fullback, Kevin, the Iowa special teamer, Josie, the Iowa middle linebacker, Ike, the, that's who we were. No um, and when you are a kid, right? I know you feel like a kid, but even at 17, 18, 20 years old, you're still a kid um, and you're becoming a young adult. It is drastically crazy important to start to figure out who you are in the absence of what you do. And this is a way deeper concept than an eight-year-old um, But yeah. maybe some of the listeners will. Yeah, this is
0: maybe for another podcast, yeah. not the Iowa hype podcast.
2: <laughs> no, but, keep going. But but for real, like because the problem is, is you aren't the Iowa long snapper forever, right? Since me, there's already been a guy who came through Jackson Suber, and now he's gone, and he's not the yeah. Iowa long. Now there's Luke Elkin, and he'll be the long snapper for the next three seasons, and then he'll be gone, and it'll be somebody else. Casey Kreider was before me, so if you put all of your worth into that's who I am and then you no longer are that person, um, that can be a problem because then you don't know who you are anymore. Like, and and you're, you're a little bit lost and you're not sure what makes you happy in life and you sit around and all you think about was when you used to be. Um, And so this has allowed me to both stay connected to the program, but in my own way, figure out that I have other skills and other talents and I enjoy other things. I'm starting a family. Like, yeah, it's, it's allowed me a really, really cool balanced disconnect while also staying connected. It's, it's it's awesome. Yeah.
0: And that's, what's cool too. I think that You know, I try to do the same thing, just change and always be a chameleon with what you're doing. You know, and I hate when you go to like the social gatherings and people come up with the icebreaker. Well, what do you do? And I always try to give them a different thing. I'm like, I'm a runner. And they look at me and they're like, what do you mean you're a runner? Like you're a big guy. And I'm like, I I like to run. Like I do that. Or I'm a weightlifter or whatever, you know, like just not answering those traditional things. Yeah. Um, Because I,
2: for me, it's always like, oh, you're the guy you almost scored on that play. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I did. Yeah. That's, that's what you think of me as I don't even think about that on a daily basis, but that's, if that's what you see me as like, cool.
0: They've put you in that box and that's yeah. what I hate being is put in a box. Yeah. Yeah. And going back to the, that whole question, we got off on several different rabbit trails there, but yeah, yeah.
2: that's my fault.
0: No, no, no. It's good. I, I think, you know, giving him the advice of the doors that it's opened, you know, like you said, podcasting and being your own boss of creating your brand on the internet was such a fringe thing, but the Mm -hmm. world has changed and the rules are changing. And like, even when I grew up, I knew one kid that was homeschooled and he was like, everyone hated him. He He was a weird guy. Yeah. He came and played on our football team in high school and everyone tried to kill him because they thought, Oh, he's better than us because he homeschools. And now I know like 20 coworkers that homeschool their kids. And it's like a cool thing to do. And we don't, we, we couldn't do it, but it's like the rules are changing and there's not that stigma of you have to go to a nine to five. You have to put your kids in this, you have to be this certain type of person. And that's, what's cool to me. And I don't know, we try not to be stuffy about it with our kids. It's like, Hey, oh, it's, it's, pretty great.
2: it's it really, is. really great. Yeah. To be able to, again, that word autonomy, like having yeah. a little bit more freedom to choose what your life looks like, whether that's how, you know, how your kids live their life, how you live your life. Um, the world is advancing just both structural infrastructurally and technology wise to where a lot, a lot, lot, lot more possibilities are open um, than used to be. So it's, it's really cool. Yeah.
1: If you could ever have any guest on your show, who would it be?
2: <laughs> well, it's funny you asked that because for, because I got asked that question on another podcast and then that's how the podcast that Drop today happened like we're like well yeah. if we could have Bill Perkins on, um man, it, which it's, I listened uh, to
0: you this morning at the gym that was a fun
2: one. It was good. Yeah, just a one of those wild moments, right? Like that guy is yeah, uh, he's on another level. um If we could have anybody on, I think the guy who you know and and we've reached out. I think people get confused of like. Uh, it, you know, if we haven't done an episode with them, then we haven't reached out to them. Like we just haven't asked, right. People assume that I think people assume that be, you know, they like us, right. Why wouldn't other people like us? And some people don't like us, but people who do like us, they just assume like, Oh, they've had all these guys on. Why haven't they had this player on? Why haven't they had this player on? And uh, sometimes it's because they don't respond or, or they just simply don't want to be on the show. Um, you know, coming on and talking for an hour and that being put out to the world is not something that they're interested in, which is totally fine. Mm -hmm. Um, the one we're still sort of hanging out on and, and hopefully we'll be able to get someday is, is Bob Sanders. Um, we, we really want to have Bob on. We think that he'll do it. He's just really hard to get in touch with. Um, and I haven't pushed too hard on it. I've, I've, uh, exhausted a couple different methods or, or avenues of it. If we really, really, really wanted to have him on, I bet we could do it. Um, but again, we don't want to be too pushy about it because then it's like, you know, the interview or the, the, the episode doesn't quite go how you want to. Um, I think the easy answer there too is coach Ferentz. Um, he <laughs> would be, I cannot imagine how many people would tune into that episode if we got coach Ferentz on the podcast. Uh, yeah. That would be unbelievable in my and in, in my ten year plan of the show, it's it's in there. Like you know, maybe when he retires or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: That's oh, more yeah. like I think that would be more of a sit down in person. Have like, to be you in his be. office. Hey, coach, let's just hash it up. Yeah, good yeah, old.
2: It, it would have to be one of those and bring a
0: camera crew and the whole nine yards.
2: Yeah, and I think man, I think it would do really well. People would enjoy it a lot. Um, yeah. And and I'd love to be the person to do that. Right. Like I think you get these really cool, I don't know if you've tuned into Lystico's extended two to three hours with Brian Ferentz that he did last year. He just did another one that came out. Um, when you get that kind of access to the coaches who are, who are, it's hard to really get that much time. You know, you get a little bit of interview with them here and there after the game on Tuesday media days, Um, occasionally the Iowa will do some, some videos where you get like 10 or 15 minutes, but to get an hour or two hours with a coach where you sit down and really talk like deep football, um, that would be, you know, KF which is what we call him. Coach Ferentz would be a a hell of a guest for our show.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, if we've seen, I've seen Bob Sanders twice in the past three years, he's walked right by our tailgate in lot 40. So you come hang out in the lot parking lot and just uh, wait for him I'll for just, a game. I'll just grab him. Hey, Bob, I run a podcast.
2: Uh, I, so, get on.
0: Like three years ago, I'm standing at the Kaibo waiting to go to the bathroom and I'm yeah. like, man, is that Bob Sanders? And the guy beside me is like, no, it's not Bob Sanders. Why would he be using the Kaibo right here in the
2: parking lot? And I'm like, right
0: that's Bob Sanders. And so I go up to him and it was Bob Sanders.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's not, he's, he's not, he's, he's hard to miss, right? Like he, yeah, even though he's a five, eight guy, uh, he's still stacked like muscular, just yeah. genetic freak. And, um, he's got a, a signature look to him and, uh, yeah. he, would, he, he, he did not want to run into Bob Sanders, but our podcast would love to. I'd he'd be him.
0: cool yeah can i suggest another one and this might not be of absolutely any good, but colin cole is a really cool yeah. person i don't know if you've ever listened to his uh, legends of kinnick podcast that uh he did but you know we listened to that quite a bit because all those guys on that team are like my college years mm-hmm. and you know love listening to those guys we sat next to him at the maryland game and he's just a cool dude i think he'd be a good guest anyway
2: yeah he was i we have this really long list on a google doc oh i'm sure yeah and uh i think you know because, and it's nice because people like that they created their own podcast they're having guests on so they kind of understand the gig right yeah. so i don't think it would be hard to like get him to to be in on one right so um yeah. it's just it's just a matter of timing and like hey do we want to have this guy on and sit down and talk with him sometimes we wait wait to have people on too because it's like well something involved with them or something they're doing might be more relevant in a couple months or a year from now Um, so yeah, Colin Cole would be a a good have.
0: He'd be a cool one. We, you're actually the first one that's not a current player because our goal is to only interview people that Matthew knows. I don't want to interview someone that was from like my youth or whatever, which would be cool for me, but it's like Matthew knows them. It makes it that much more fun. So, uh, you know, the ones that were on the team a few years ago, he wants, but they're still busy with, you know, NFL or whatever they're doing Yeah. current ones. So you're actually our first guest that is. Well, I'm honored. I don't know. Set the bar
2: low so somebody can come in and do better than me.
0: No, 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 no. It's good. It's been fun so far. Um, So Matthew has – I've only let him listen to one washed-up walk-ons, and that was after (laughs) – it was after the Maryland game. I let him listen to that episode because it was just fun that you were talking about him for a little bit with the flag and everything. Um, But Thank you guys for
2: that, by the way. A true, like, uh, official Uh, thank you for – No, it was It was fun. it blew up, man. It blew up.
0: That's good. It's good to hear. So it, I've always told people, if you have time for one Hawkeye podcast, listen to the Wash Up cons. If you have an extra time, then listen to ours on top of that. Sure. But listen yeah. to you guys first. So um, So he he doesn't really know, but I've told him you have two other guests that you played with and were your good friends. Yep. How difficult is it to work with those two guys? I mean, they have very unique personalities. It uh, sounds like their, their scheduling is a little hectic. Oh, uh,
2: man. It's uh, man. If you if you took like an audit, somebody from the outside, right? Just just you even bringing up the question or or being curious about it, you would be, man. The you, you take a hundred people that come in, they don't know anything about our podcast, and they come in and sort of look at like who the guys are that are running this thing, how they behave, <laughs> how that how well they show up on time, what their schedules look like, and probably 98 of a hundred people would be like, yeah, there's no way these guys are going to be able to keep a show going. Like there's just no way it's going to work. Somehow it has. Um, We are uh, the, the only, the only thing that I can say about why we're successful is because we have such good chemistry. Um Drake and I, who are the major? like, it's unfortunate, but we are the majority of the podcast at this point. Kevin was very heavily involved and, and was there for a long time for every episode. Uh, as the brand grew, um, I'll try to put this in a, a nice way, uh, the importance of us being consistent and still pumping out shows and, and doing content and recording, right? Even on the back end, we always come out with an episode on Monday and Thursday. Those have to be recorded ahead of time somewhere, right? And so- the importance of us getting shows out and being consistent to grow the show, to grow the brand outgrew the importance of having Kevin be there every time. So he's more of a shows up half the time. If he's available at this point, still fully part of the brand. It's just, he's not on half the shows because he has a real job. Um, Drake is in a very, and he's very, you know, Kevin or Matthew, Kevin is very, by the book to the point Mm -hmm. probably has the most has the most football knowledge. He's the most even keeled. Um, you know, he's, uh, people come and listen to our show because he knows a lot about football and he is very committed to the program and the coaches and he's very Iowa football to the core. Um, I'm kind of the guy who keeps it going. Uh, Mm Um, I manage the show, I make sure that we get to the next topic. I make sure that we have a question ready. If there's going to be a silence, I make sure that there's a little bit of research done on a guest if we're having him on. Or uh, And really, because I am the one who uploads it to the computer, I'm the one who presses record, I'm the one who has all the equipment and stuff. Uh, If Drake and Kevin, for some reason, can't do it, it's on me to get something out, right? The product, you know, the buck stops with me. Drake is what we describe as a wild card. Um, there's probably some friends at school, Matthew, who are just crazy, right? They're, they, they probably get in trouble a little bit too much. They talk too much in class.
0: Uh, yeah. They,
2: they might not, uh, they might not be the nicest to people sometimes, but they're also really funny. Sometimes Drake is that guy. Um, and so he can be a little crazy and, uh, people like that. People, people like to, it's funny to listen to him talk, right? He makes a lot of jokes. He makes, um, he he says a lot of crazy things that other people wouldn't say. So people tune into the show for him. Um, and the unique thing about him is he also, for certain reasons, is in a spot in his life where he doesn't really have to work a real job or live a normal life that nine to five, um, and he very much so has a ton of time, right? So he is always available to be there with me to record the episodes in the middle of the day, on a Sunday, on a, at night. Um, it is difficult at times. See, this is where this is where like uh, it becomes a business thing, right? Like, yeah. um, Kevin, we would love to have him on those episodes with like the big dogs, right? Big E, Zach Johnson, right. Bill Perkins, yesterday. A lot of those guys, though, they schedule like if they're going to schedule time, they're going to schedule it during their work day, too. Right. Sometimes. So Kevin's not going to make that. Um, And he you know, he gets upset or uh, a little annoyed that he can't be there for some of those bigger episodes. Um, One of the one of the hardest things is from the beginning, we've been a remote podcast, just like we're doing right now. Um, Gosh, we would love to have a walk on studio right? Like if I could build out this basement, paint the walls black and gold and get some cool lights and have a couch and a cool high-tech camera that's recording all three of us. And we're all here sitting in person, recording the podcast every time. That'd be great. It would make it a lot easier, but we all live in different places. So we have to do it through zoom. And so, you know, Kevin's at work. We got to wait 15 minutes for him to get home, to turn the computer on or Drake's coming back from jujitsu and he's trying to get on the computer and then the computer doesn't work or the sound doesn't work. Like before we did this podcast, you can't hear somebody, you can't, you know, someone's all out of whack. So, um, as far as working with those guys, we spent every single day together, almost every hour together for five years, we learned really well how to work with each other. And just, even when you get on each other's nerves, like figure it out. Um, it's part of being a really good teammate too, a good, a good athlete. Um, but there's definitely some challenges to the podcast and we, we've worked them out at this point. Like it just, yeah, we've gotten through it. So there's challenges, but the positive side, the plus side to doing the whole thing far, far outweighs any hiccups or obstacles that we have.
0: Yeah. I think what's good about you guys' podcast is we all know that, you know, in any TV show, there's always like the main guy that's like rock steady and there's the bumbling idiot sidekick, not saying that Drake is, not, he won't he ever. No, that's him. You know what I mean? Like it's just funny every time he says something so outlandish and you just have that. Okay. And then you just yeah, kind of happens. move along. Like, Oh my gosh, we're going to yeah, move That is that my on. exact response. Yeah. Just I know. Like, oh. Yeah. Like, so, you know, we have Pat uh, Summerall and John Madden. We have yep. all these people that have a sidekick and I feel like Drake is your guy. That's like, he all gives us a good laugh and, you know, you keep the show on track, you keep it going, you kind of stay on topic and not to say that you don't get off topic. Cause we all do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you guys have a good.
2: There's yeah. a, there, there, there has to be a dynamic there. There's gotta be roles to play. Um, yeah. otherwise, you know, just the way that sort of entertainment works. It's why, there's a star of a movie and then some supporting roles, right? Like yeah. there's this, there's structure to it. And that structure gives the audience something to sort of anchor to, right? Like they know what they're going to get from one person and what they're going to get from the other person. And because mm-hmm. it's a little bit known, but the actual individual details of each episode could be anything. That's what makes it entertaining. And so, you know, if I yeah. didn't have Drake, um, I think the show would still go on. And I think I'm funny enough on my own, especially if I have guests to like still produce an all right show um, and do great interviews, but the entertainment factor would probably come down a notch if I was to disappear and you made Drake do the show on his own. It would be all over the place. There would be no structure. It would be funny, but there wouldn't be a lot of structure or reason to hang on to or come back for because it's just like, okay, well, but the the combination of both makes it, um, for some reason, it works. And yeah, yeah, you're right.
0: Do you know Do you know who Drake is at the big? Uh, well, when we saw them last year at the Big Ten Championship at their booth, and they were doing the Tyler was doing his show on the radio. Remember that? We got a picture with them. No. And then we saw Drake in the oh, lobby yeah. of the hotel walking up before the game. You remember those guys? No. Oh. Make the uh, connection. That's who that is. We saw him anyway. Uh we have three three more questions for you. Sure. Um, I feel like I know the answer to this, but what makes uh Washed Up Walk-Ons podcast unique? And you kind of just answered it there. So if you don't have anything, you can glaze over it. But no, it's, mind, um, yeah,
2: yeah, the it, the easy answer is that within the context of the fan base we're reaching out to, right? Which for you and I your podcast, my podcast, the, um, but, you know, Lystico's content, David Eichholt's content, uh, who else? Some other podcasts that are out there. Like we're all sort of in this Iowa sports market, right? Mm-hmm. Within that market, we are the only players. And this goes back 20, 30 years. Again, we're, we're kind of lucky because podcasts weren't a thing 15 years ago we are the only players who have decided like, Hey, let's do a show and let's be consistent with it. And let's make it a long-term thing. Right. There was somebody before us actually, Anton Narinsky and drew Tate had a show called, uh, God, what was their? I I forget what their show was called. I think it was like Hawkeye huddle or, or something like that. Um, back in like 2014, 2013, 14, not that long uh, long ago. Okay. and they they did a podcast, and it, it was listened to by a fair amount of people. um eventually, after like, I don't know how many episodes, less than us, a year, two years, maybe, they stopped doing the show for some reason or other. But, um, you know, we're just the first Iowa players, former players to come out with a brand that directly ties to and sort of is built around um entertainment and media in the space. And so right now, what makes us unique is there's nobody else to go to. Bo Hannon did a little bit with his podcast, right? The McCaffreys have their podcast. Um, I know even other uh, football players, the there's a a new one called men on Melrose, which is done by Max Cooper. And uh, I think one of his college buddies, not a football player, but he's a, he's a guy. Um, I know LaShawn Daniels has, has uh He's jumped on the, uh, I forget what it's called. He's on a podcast, but you know, we, we've gone all in and created a full brand, a full spectrum content weekly in your face. It doesn't stop. Like if you want to be a part of it, we're going to keep going and going and going more episodes, more episodes. Um, and that's what makes us unique. Also the fact that we're so, um, We're so out there, right? Like we've said some pretty crazy stuff on our show. Um, We've ruffled feathers. We don't hold back. We use bad language. We um, talk like we're in the locker room. We are critical of players when we need to be. Um, So stuff like that, Um, the authenticity of it, like they know that nobody who listens to our podcast Comes away thinking, "Wow, those guys are like a little bit fake, or they're right. You know, yeah. like they're putting on a show. Like I think people understand. Like this is who we are. Like our podcast is exactly who we are. And um, authenticity usually always wins.
0: Yeah, definitely. I I feel like uh, the, what you have on the show is good. It makes me laugh sometimes because I'll get in the Discord and read the comments, and I'm like, the, uh, your show is literally." Like, if we put microphones in the kitchen at the firehouse, like, that is exactly the conversations that happen. It's the same thing every day. Yep. And to me, that's, like, normal. Like, that's just how people talk on an everyday basis. And I'll be listening to it around my wife, and she's like, oh, my gosh, this is repulsive. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forget that, like, at Wells Fargo, they don't talk like this in their cubicles. Well, so-
2: and that's the problem is, is uh, most of the world is, is fake, is, is people putting on a face. Sure. Be, yeah. being, being somebody they aren't or holding back on exactly who they are, they're kind of tempering it back to 70 or 80 percent so that they don't lose their reputation or they don't this, that, the other thing. And I'm I, Drake and I, Drake and I, and even Kevin does that a little bit to an extent. Like he's got striker, he's got uh, a, I get it. Yeah, but
0: well,
2: Kevin really and I, cool. but Kevin and I just or Drake and I just don't have that in us. Um, people like my, my mother-in-law listens to the podcast. She hears me say bad words all the time. She's told me multiple times that she doesn't like when I cuss. Um, I I've had former high school teachers who are like super into like God and the Bible and like not saying cuss words and stuff. Like they listen to the podcast and they I I put that out there for the world to hear thousands and thousands of people um, to to make a a judgment and a decision on, and and, and Drake and I just don't care. Like we are so comfortable with who we are and not needing other people's opinions about us to wake up and be happy every day and live our life. I just a hundred percent want to be authentic in who I am. And if you like that, great. If you don't cool, don't listen to the show. I don't need you in my life. And, uh, I'm not scared of losing something. I'm not scared of getting canceled. Um, and, and I'm in a really fortunate position, right? Because a lot of people just simply aren't in that position. Yeah. But I am. And so I'm not gonna, because I am, I'm going to take advantage of it. And I guess I haven't really ever thought about it that way, but it's a really, that's, that's a very cool thing that the podcast has afforded me is, is I don't answer to anybody.
0: Yeah, sure. And that was kind of one of the driving factors, honestly, was we had you guys podcast in mind because Matthew loves like everything about the Hawkeyes. He could tell you every player on the roster when we go, he knows more about football. I football is kind of a complex game and it yeah. took a little while to understand it as a kid because you're
2: like, hey, I, I, don't know. I still don't understand it. I don't know. Sure. I, I don't know offensive or con- uh, defensive concepts like at a college level. I barely know them at a high school level. I just know general football. And like how to be entertaining about individual guys um, yeah. and, and and what they're doing, but like that's why Kevin's very good for our show. But you're right, like it's hard to understand the game.
0: For sure. Yeah, especially when you're eight. And so Matthew grasped a lot of those concepts, you know, because we go to every game and he's always watching highlights and stuff. And I had so many dads tell me like, "Man, I wish my kid was into football." And I'm like, "Expose them, like take them, like get them there." Yeah. And so like our goal was you know, and they would say, well, I can't listen to like the washed up walk-ons in the minivan on the way to school. And we're, So we, it was kind of a thought of ours, like, well, yeah. you can listen to the Iowa hype podcast sure, and get your kid. And then when you drop your kid off at school, you can listen to the washed up walk-ons yeah, walk on the
2: way home. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. It's again, it's kind of what you're used to. And, you know, if you're okay having your kids hear some of those adult content, that's fine.
2: Well, uh, like, and we, I, I very much so try to remind people like, Hey, like if you're letting your kids listen to this, that's on you. Cause yeah. we're, very, we're very open about, um, about the adult style language and sort of some of the topics that we touch on. I mean, some of the, <laughs> just thinking about some of the stuff that Drake has said is like, man, that is, it's even hard for me to listen to. And I'm a 27 year old guy. So <laughs> um, he yeah. gets silly
0: sometimes, but it's fun. Uh, you want to ask your last question?
1: Do you have any advice you can give me if I want to play college sports and any advice if you, uh, you can give me about being a podcast host?
2: Yeah. Um, the easiest and most direct route to college sports to a college sport, right? Because you're probably not going to play multiple sports. Uh, if you do anymore, you're very, very, very rare as a, as an athlete in college, but the most direct way to one college sport is as many sports as you can when you're younger. Um, I played soccer, baseball, basketball, football. I ran track, um, probably should have wrestled. Um, and, and that was a decent amount, but I could have even, I, I could have even done more. Um, and the ability to, at a young age, right for you, Matthew, you are a word called extremely malleable, right? And what that means is at your age, your ability as a, as a kid to go and find something new, right? Like throwing a baseball versus throwing a football or catching a football or um, swinging a baseball bat or using your legs to kick a soccer ball. When it comes to movement, and this is where I really start to get nerded, nerded out because this is sort of my thing. Um, you are able as a kid to pick that up very, very quickly. Whereas if I took you and you just didn't play any sports for the next 15 years, and then when you were 23 years old, we tried to get you to throw a baseball or to throw a football, it would take you way longer to develop the ability to do that and do it well. And so doing as many sports as you can, exposing yourself to as many sort of athletic things as you can, that includes stuff like just kind of using, you know, like having fun in the park, right? Climbing things, um, jumping, stuff that doesn't even involve like a a baseball or any kind of sports ball. Um, Just learning to be athletic is probably the easiest way to set yourself on an early path to find a way into college athletics. It's You'll have a massive advantage as you get into middle school, high school. Um, And then when you get into high school, continue to play a ton of sports, but realize that if you want to be one of the few, you know, especially at the division one level where it's like, you know, not a lot of players get to play at that level. You are going to have to, during your, your high school years, make sacrifices where, you know, maybe your friends are going to a movie or they're all hanging out and you've got to, before you can go do that, you've got to shoot baskets for an hour before you can go, or you got to make time because the best are the best for a reason and it's because they put in the work and other people didn't. Um, And it's that simple. It it very much so is that simple. Um, For me personally, I was a long snapper. If you go back to, it's still there. It's hilarious. If you go back to my hometown house, the house that I grew up in in Marshalltown, Iowa, um, my family no longer lives there. They moved to Ankeny, but in the front yard where I used to do my long snapping, there is a dead spot in the grass because my cleats ripped up the grass at, you know, to a point And at some point it stopped regrowing. And there's two foot marks in the ground where I used to snap. Um, and I would do 75 to hundred long snaps a day. Um, and that was every day for two to three years and it worked. And, uh, And, uh, you know, the only bad result of that was now that that yard needs a little bit more grass. Maybe they filled it in. I haven't been back there for about a year now. Um, as far as a podcaster goes, um, don't be afraid to ask any question that you may have. Right. Um, I think the best advice that I've gotten as a podcaster is people are going to listen and enjoy a show where you are asking actual questions. Or topics that you're curious about as the podcaster, not questions or topics that you think people would want to listen to, right? Don't ever try and guess what the listener wants to hear. Just ask what you're interested in, because then when you get into a conversation and you're and, and the people can hear like, oh, Matthew actually is curious about what Tyler did when he was eight years old or what Tyler did at Iowa when he was working out. That's what people enjoy listening to authentic, true, like real conversation, as opposed to what was your favorite moment from being a Hawkeye and you're all robotic. And that's just what, mm-hmm. you know, it seems like a good question that could bring up a good topic, but it ends up just getting sort of a short answer that no one cares about. So ask mm-hmm. the questions that you actually want to know. And as far as sports play every single sport and do every single physical activity that you can. Until, until you get to that point.
0: Yeah, I think that's perfect advice. And on that subject, Matthew has a handful of questions that are his questions that we're going to do in just a second here, called the hot seat. But one, one last question I want to throw at you. Um, so, just in our short time, um, we have got I've gotten some really weird emails and requests <laughs> of just bizarre stuff from people that I'm like. I don't know. It's just very bizarre and weird. And when you are accessible on social media, people think they can email you and ask questions and request. Oh, oh What's yeah. What's the weirdest thing you've gotten from a fan or just a per maybe uh, not a fan, a person?
2: Yeah. Oof. That's a good question. <laughs> the weirdest thing. Um like we
0: so when we first did that initial video, yeah. Uh I had one guy asked if we would make a hype video for the nursing home that he worked at. <laughs> um, another guy emailed me and asked if it was a real video. And I said, what do you mean real? And I was responding to these cause I didn't know any better. And I'm like, Oh is yeah. It real? And he's like, is it a real video? Like, is that really your son or is he a, uh, an actor that you hired? And I'm like, no, he's my son. <laughs> like we're just doing this for fun. <laughs> and then awesome. we, we had another guy that told me I should do one for a charity And I was like, yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. Maybe if they contacted me and he's like, no, you should do it for free. And I'm like, oh, well, I mean, you know, I have a job, like whatever. And he got really mad at me that I wasn't going to make a hype video for this charity that he believed in, which is cool. But I'm like, it's just so weird.
2: Yeah, there is a man, you, I don't know if the, the level, the depth of the weird has gotten anything crazy. I'm sure if I could really pull back the last four years, some of the, um, i mean to be honest probably the weirdest stuff we've gotten was around the the whole coach doyle stuff um oh sure yeah in 2020
0: um yeah he doesn't know about that kind of stuff but yeah
2: yeah yeah and 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 uh you know people saying that like oh we clearly have an agenda all this stuff stuff like that um we've definitely gotten some like weird request of like could you guys I mean, the amount of people who have asked to come on the show and think that they are,
0: (laughs) you're just waiting for them to be
2: on. (laughs) It's no disrespect for them, but like, you'll even see it occasionally. Like people will shoot their shot as like a half joke in the discord too. Like, Hey, if you need a guest, I'll come on. Like, I, I know a lot about Iowa football and it's like, that's great. Like Uh, there are a lot of, there's a ton of people that know a lot about Iowa football, right? Yeah. The, The problem is, is like, and, and, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm not, but I get to make this decision is what do the fans want to listen to? Are you going to actually be entertained? So like the amount of people that have asked to come on the show, like, Hey, I'd love to come on the show or volunteered their family members who used to, you know, there's yeah, like, I've gotten probably three or four DMS of like, Hey, my uncles have had a tailgate for 30 years. They have a bus that sits there. There's a ton of people that come to their tailgate. They're like the biggest Iowa fans there is they would be great guests on your podcast. And it's like, okay, here's how that podcast goes. Like I bring them on, I ask them how long they've been Iowa fans. They tell one good Iowa story about when Dallas Clark walked by their, their tailgate one time and talked for 15 minutes. And then we're 12 minutes into the episode. Now, what are we talking about? Because I actually, and this is, this sounds bad, but in the true reality of things, I don't care about your, your uncles. And I don't, I can't just care about every Hawkeye fan out there. enough to like get into this weird conversation of like your whole Iowa Hawkeye history and they don't have enough value on the side of like just bringing up random stuff to make an hour length show so the amount of people who have asked to like come on the show is is definitely odd i don't know about weird stuff um yeah nobody cares about the time you saw bob sanders at a porta potty right,
0: there, right right yeah. Yeah, i mean it, it
2: i mean it's it's cool, it's a great story that you have if you could it's put not in- really though
0: it's you know, I thought of it when you said his name, but it's not right, it, it's,
2: it's, it's a cool moment that's a two minute conversation right yeah. A ton of people have those cool moments um it doesn't make an hour long show so no. that's that's the issue um we we've had a couple uh we've had a couple fans who send us messages after messages they have basically conversations with themselves and I'll respond occasionally if it makes sense if they ask a question but they will just have conversations send us all this random like any hawkeye player that's ever done anything if a new story comes across they'll send us the link to the story um they'll send us like hey look what so and so is doing they'll tell us about like their family members and and what the podcast has done for them sometimes it's really cool sometimes it's like really just like wow these people are like all they do is listen to our podcast and like eat Arby's on their couch. Like it's, it's a, it gets a little bit interesting, but um yeah, there's some, again, it's, it's the depth of social media, everything you're going to yeah. get in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You, you oftentimes have, and one of the podcasts I listened to, he, the guy wrote a book and he's like, never, ever, ever read your reviews to your book because the people that don't like it are going to be the only ones that. Right say something like,
2: and actually very funny to that is early on when we started our podcast, there was a lot of talk on like the Iowa rivals Hawkeye report forum about us. Um, or like guests that we would have on, there would be like, yeah, essentially like threads of conversation about us. And I would get on there and I would read like what people thought of our podcast or what people thought of us individually. And like, um I actually just read I got back on there a couple days ago because I hadn't been on there for like a year I wanted to see and like a lot of people are like oh they're just meatheads they're selling out they uh they're they're trying to the the best one is like they just want to stay they just want to stay relevant in the Iowa world and it's like man there's a lot of people out there that just like have these funny ideas they just you know for some reason people that aren't doing it they, they yeah. want to hate or they want to, or they're jealous or I, I don't know what it is, yeah. but it's very interesting to see like people's opinions of us. And they're so convicted in that feeling um, and just know for a fact that we are the way we are and we think the way we think. And, yeah. um, and but you're
0: hustling, done. you're hustling, you're doing what you like to do. And right. people sometimes are like, man, I wish I would be doing that. Or
2: hundred percent. You know, it it, it <laughs> comes from an insecurity in, inside themselves, yeah. um, because, the, the best quote, um, and it, it's so true is you never see somebody punching down, right? You yeah. never, no one ever punches down. There's no reason for someone who's doing great, living a great life, super happy. Those yeah. people are never the ones who are hating or posting comments on a Facebook post or a, or a forum or talking crap about you. Like, cause they don't care because yeah. that doesn't, because they're happy for a reason it's because they stay away from stuff like that. So all those people that are a part of those conversations are in some way um, jealous or insecure or see somebody else succeeding and want to, you know, blame or, or want to attribute it to something that that person didn't work for just so that they can feel better about themselves uh, not achieving maybe something that they, they wish they could. So.
0: Yeah, yeah it is. Some of them are fun to read. Some of them, not so much. Uh, Matthew's video got a lot of, he must've been dropped on his head as a baby comments, uh, wow. you know, which was funny to me because it looks go, fine to me, kid. You, you look back at him, and the only thing they've ever liked is like uh, Penn state videos. So you're like, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah clearly. Yeah. But anyway. So Matthew does have some questions for you. It's called the hot seat. Um, um, it used to be 60 seconds, but it's kind
2: of stretched a little bit further, but um yeah whenever you're ready dude are you ready yeah i'm ready
1: tacos or pizza uh pizza star wars harry potter or avengers
2: harry potter easy one
1: pineapple on pizza yes or no no guacamole (laughs) salsa or queso
2: Ooh, i think it depends on what you're putting on but probably guac yeah oh yes personal favorite
1: netflix or netflix or youtube
2: oh youtube i live on youtube
1: like what
2: channel? Uh, probably not the same channels as you, although I do watch a lot of Minecraft videos. I watch a lot of Clash of Clans videos. Um, I'm big into gaming, uh, but I watch a lot of like fitness stuff, CrossFit. Um, and yeah, I, there's a fair amount of gaming. Like I'll watch Nick Merckx or somebody like that who plays Call of Duty and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Music or podcast? Oh, podcast. I don't. I don't even listen to music at all. What music do you work out to? Podcasts. Same. Literally. I, I will listen to, um, you know, science podcasts or health podcasts or comedians podcasts or other Iowa podcasts while I work out. Um, I do not listen to music, which is a little weird. Most people do like, don't (laughs) totally fine to listen to music. And a lot of times, even when I do listen to music, it helps like hardcore something like really upbeat it helps a workout i just don't listen to music oh yeah. so yeah
1: sneakers or slides
2: mm. slides i'm not a sneaker guy i'll wear flips okay.
1: trips in the mountains or beach <sighs>
2: um you know if 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 my wife's involved it's gonna be the beach but i'll you know if i was alone i'd probably go mountains
0: 100
1: favorite color
2: purple Favorite athlete of all time. Ooh, favorite athlete of all time. Um, wow. That's a good one. Not doing good with the 60 second quick answer there. Um, <laughs> That's all right. Favorite athlete of all time.
0: It's been a tough one because some people like their athletic achievements and then others are like they like their story. Like, you know, Kobe's a little bit of both. Right. Uh, you
2: know, man. Um, I, I, it would probably honestly be a CrossFit athlete, but that doesn't make any sense to anybody or you. So I'll go with a, a traditional, um, I think what, uh, LeBron is capable of physically is pretty absurd, like to be six, eight, 260 pounds and be able to move and be so skilled the way he is or, or was, he's kind of, you know, he's fallen out of the prime a little bit, but, um, LeBron is, is an insane human.
1: Yeah. it's fear.
2: Um, not, uh, oof the easy answer there is like, it it, it definitely used to be spiders or snakes. Um, again, that's like more of a, a simple fear. Um, my actual biggest fear is, um, losing my wife. Um, which I'm sure you can attest to like, it would be, it would be tough to like, for some reason, lose a, a family member, um, or not reaching my potential in things that I choose to to go after right CrossFit this podcast long snapping at one point um, to do something and not <clears throat> be the best uh, that scares me because I just don't see it as something where if you're going to do something why would you why would you do it halfway yeah
1: favorite movie
2: Um, it's called Shawshank Redemption and you probably haven't oh. seen it but Someday. it's a, it's actually a good movie. It's not really an adult movie by any means. So you you can probably watch it in a few years and understand yeah. some deeper concepts of it. It's a really good movie. A guy breaks out of uh, breaks out of a prison, um, it's and it's, it's there's really good acting in it.
1: Yeah. Favorite video game
2: of all time? It's probably Minecraft. I've put a lot of time into cool. Minecraft. You like that?
1: Favorite away uh, stadium to play in? Iowa State any nicknames
2: for me yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, the polecat I guess is one of them um there was a thing way 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 before you were born you were born in 2014 yeah is that true yeah holy smokes I was I was like in college in 2014 so crazy um I was born in 1994 so I'm 20 years ahead of you and (laughs) and um as the years clicked over, right, it was 1994, 1995, eventually it got to 2000, right? And they called that the year 2K because a K is a symbol for a thousand. Um, If you abbreviate year 2K, it's YTK and TK are my initials. And so as some sort of like cool little snappy saying in high school, a couple of my buddies started calling me Y2K or YTK. And so still to this day, there's about seven people who call me YTK. um, And that's, I even have like a towel, like a bath towel that has YTK engraved in it. So that's probably like my truest nickname. truest, the old school. Yeah.
1: Fill in the blank, Stanford is? What was that? Fill in the blank, Stanford is?
2: Oh, Uh, (laughs) a nightmare. Um. Yeah. Better at football than us in 2015. That's what they are. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Favorite junk food?
2: Mm, I really like ice cream. Mm,
1: Dogs or cats?
2: I'm a cat person. Yeah, I'm a cat person.
1: Do you have a name picked out for your baby yet?
2: (laughs) We do. (laughs) We do. We're not going to share it, but we we have – we have well. We actually have two names that we're now kind of back and forth on, but it's it's pretty oh, set. Um, yeah, yeah. And we've had them for a while. We kind of waited to have a kid, so um, that's right. You got to have a name and a backup. Yeah, yeah. All
1: right. Would you rather be as fast as Flash or as strong as
2: Hulk? Man. Uh probably. Probably strong. Yeah, probably strong.
1: Would you rather win the CrossFit Games or win a national championship as a player at Iowa?
2: That's a question right there. Wow. Oh Man, that's that's how much I'm into CrossFit. Um, I don't – so, again, in your eight-year-old brain, you don't understand how much time I put into being, like, elite at CrossFit right now. Um, yeah. And the amount of work that goes into that. I think –
0: It's probably tough because it's all what you're into at the moment. Right.
2: You know? I'm going to say, yeah. say that probably a national championship, and here's why, is because the actual title of that um, and what that means is that you were a part of a team that yeah. was able to do something really, really crazy special. Um, And you get to experience, and and in my experience, even in CrossFit, when I've done like partner competitions, when you do something and experience something with somebody else and you share in that success, it is usually way better, right? In the solo endeavor, at least for me specifically too, the actual training and the day-to-day is what I love, right? And winning the CrossFit games would be awesome, but it's, you know, that would be a literal one hour event of me winning the CrossFit games at the end of that weekend versus all the hours that we would have put in by myself, just grinding, which is what I truly enjoy. So I'll say a national championship. I would have, okay. I would have loved a shot at that. Yeah.
1: If you had to go to war with three Pokemon, what would you do? Three
2: Pokemon? Yeah. Oh, good question, man. Dragonite is my all time favorite. Um, so I don't even yeah. know what this means. <laughs> oh, then me and Matthew can have a conversation. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't even have them down here. So I because I shifted my desk down, I used to have all the Um, you know, Glaceon, Leafeon, all, all those. And I had little Lego versions of them sitting on my desk. Um, so probably Dragonite. Um, I'm going to be a little old school because you're in the new age of like now they're coming out with all these Pokemon that look like ice cream cones and all this different stuff. Um, I'm from the original, so I'll go Dragonite, Mewtwo, and uh, give me Charizard because, I mean, it's a dragon that breathes fire. Like, it's hard to beat that.
1: <laughs> Pick one flavor of ice cream for the rest of your life.
2: Um, it's probably Cookie Dough. Cookie Dough ice cream.
1: You have to attend an entire football season at Iowa State Football and cheer your heart out for one year to have sideline passes to Iowa for life, would you do it?
0: Uh, One year of authentic cheering your heart out for the Iowa State Cyclones at their stadium. Everyone's got to hear you for sideline passes for the rest of your life at Iowa. You got to mean it.
2: Uh, Would you do it? You know, I could probably do it because um i am not actually fan wise as deep into football as a lot of people are even a lot of people who listen to our show so like you know i've even loosened up into like um you know i am a nebraska volleyball fan like i i Mm -hmm. my my wife um and her whole family are from nebraska and they have an insane, very elite top 10 level. Um, you're looking, you know, we're talking like a Georgia or Alabama level football volleyball team at Nebraska, and they are fun to watch. And Big 10 volleyball is insane. So, I'm, I am, I would even consider myself a fan of Nebraska volleyball. So, yeah, um, considering that currently, right now, um, I don't think they would let me on the sideline for every game in Kinnick, even though I am who I am, which isn't anybody, but I, I play it. Um, I, I would probably do it. Yeah, sure. He does it. He does it. Cool. Awesome.
0: Does it? does it answer all Matthew's questions. I think he knows everything he needs to know about you now.
2: And uh, Those are great questions, man. Some, especially the Pokemon one. That's, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I
0: have no idea. I see them trading the cards and i've tried to look at them but i don't quite understand what's
2: happening and what? who are you choosing in that i don't know you haven't (laughs) thought about that and you're gonna ask that question who's your favorite pokemon oh my gosh
1: Mm, probably squirtle
2: okay i like squirtle i have a i have a man i wish i had all these readily available i have a t-shirt with squirtle on it and he's (laughs) squat he's squatting weight he's he's like doing a squat so it's pretty great nice It was just slightly after my time. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Mr. Kluver, thank you so much. We appreciate all your time. Absolutely. Easily gone three times the length of our normal podcast. So this would be a good, good listen for people. And
2: uh... good. I hope, I hope they enjoy it. It's uh, obviously when people listen to me, they gather that I have no problem talking about myself and that's probably a, a character flaw, but that's okay part of my part of my gig now and uh hopefully they get something out of it so
0: yeah it's a trait and it works well for podcasting and we wish you the best of luck we're excited to follow you in the years and uh once Matthew gets of age if this podcast is still going on uh maybe he can start tuning in so
2: absolutely absolutely and maybe maybe someday like if we're 10 20 years down the road you can come back on as a guest on the show like you could be a guest that, that would be cool so when you um,
0: walk on to the Hawkeye football team, you can be a guest on there.
2: Preferably though, for your dad, it'd be a scholarship because. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. It was fun.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you. If you guys listen to one podcast, listen to washed up walk-ons. If you got time for two, listen to ours. Uh, But yeah, we appreciate you, man. Thank you. And uh, good luck with the baby.
2: I, th- I thank you. That's I'm going to need probably all of that. So.
0: It's great. You'll love it. It's good. Just get them involved in your hobbies early and it's fun because they'll I'm do stoked. it with you your whole life. So yeah, I'm stoked. So it'll cool. Be fun. Thank you guys. All right, man. Thanks. Have a good day. See ya. Yep, bye. That was, a long
1: one.
0: that was a really long one. You did a great job. It was an hour and a half, bud. What? It was an hour and a half.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> I could tell. You know, you had and a night. You at,
1: said it was going to be 30 minutes. Well,
0: normally our podcasts are 30 minutes. You had a night at grandma's yeah. and I thought you were going to be a little tired. You were yawning yeah. a few times, but you did good. I'm proud of you. Oh my gosh. You, he, he's got all kinds of information. And a lot it, Which of good, is good. It is very good. He had a lot of good answers to say. And I think he enjoyed your hot seat questions. So cool. All right. Well, Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, probably our last guest before the season starts. And we'll get right into Hawkeye football. It's coming up very shortly here in a week.
1: Wait,
0: who's our last guest? You can't tell No surprise. All right. Thanks, guys. Go, Hawks.